My name is Moon. I'm a sugar addict and a compulsive overeater. And um, I'm not a newcomer. I'm a compulsive relapser. And um, when I started another 12-step program 36 years ago, during my second year, I used to leave meetings feeling suicidal. And I would stop on the way home at the gas station. This was before sugar prices went sky high. And I'd get like two bags of sugar, um, like ding-dongs, cupcakes, ice cream, candy. I'd I'd buy like two bags of sugar for like 10 bucks. And I'd go home and I'd eat it all. And I felt like I could stay alive another day. So I really know, I really get that food is my first addiction. And I learned it as a baby. Um, you know, my, I would cry and my mom was too busy to hold me. So she'd put a bottle in my mouth and that would be, that would do it for me. And so I carried that same thing into the rest of my life. And... Um, for example, when I was seven, I used to steal ding-dongs out of the pantry because I didn't know what a drug or a, a drink was at that point. But I knew that I would feel better if I ate, ate a ding-dong. <laughs> so we also didn't, you know, ha- we weren't a very healthy eating family. If it didn't come in a box, a bag, or a, a you know, something ready-made we didn't really eat it we didn't have fresh food and uh we had a lot we grew up on carbohydrates i i'm native american and i used to take bread white bread and i would take the crust off and i'd take a rolling pin and like three or four pieces of bread together i'd roll out the white part and it would get really you know uh, stick together and, and I used to pretend it was venison that I was eating venison <laughs> and I'd eat this bread that anyway just some crazy behavior um, so when I turned 15 I was always a fat kid always a fat kid got teased a lot and so when I was 15 I started eating on my own. I bought, I had a job. I, I bought my own salad food and dressings and I ate, uh, I wouldn't eat what the family was eating. I would eat my, I would fix my own food. I ate a lot of salads and, um, I lost weight. I also was very active. I, I took care of horses. I had at one point I had nine horses to take care of. So I was really active and I was really in shape and I didn't know it. I thought I was still the ugliest, fattest thing on the planet. And my brothers helped me feel that way because of what they used to call me all the time. And so I never knew I was a regular body weight. I never knew that I was thin. I thought I was fat. And so anyway, uh, so eventually I did gain weight when I moved away and went to college, I um, I used to smoke a lot of pot and I would get the munchies and I would just eat an enormous amount of junk food. Um, I 
a salad just doesn't cut it, you know, with the munchies. It's got to be potato chips or, you know, ice cream, something terrible for me. So I ended up gaining weight again. And for the next, I don't know, uh, seven or eight, nine years, I was going up and down, up and down. I went to Europe. I ended up uh, losing weight. I came home. I gained it back. So that's the story of my life with food. And I'm definitely a sugar addict. Towards the end now, I was in an accident in 1991. And right now I'm crippled up with arthritis so bad I can't um, walk. Very, very. I have a walker, a seated walker that... I sit on and I scoot around. I try to force myself to walk as much as I can, but I, you know, sometimes it's hard to get the 10 steps to the bathroom, you know, even, but I can't walk without uh, assistance from the, from the walker. And I can't even stand up straight for like a minute. So, uh, consequently I've put on, I also live in a boarding care that um, has a lot of carbs for their meals. And so I gradually gained weight, gained weight, gained weight. Oh, by the way, when after I had that sugar fest in my second year in another program, the third year came around and I decided I needed to do something about my weight. So I did go to OA and I hated it. I hated OA meetings. I hated talking about food. I hated listening about food. I didn't use any of the tools. I didn't get a sponsor. I didn't do anything but grudgingly go to meetings maybe once a week. And it still worked. I lost 100 pounds that year. And I don't know how that happened because I was like, I did not work the program. I just knew I needed to be there. And... So after I got my candle, I went away thinking, I've got this lick now, you know, I'm okay. And so, again, gradually I put the weight on and more. And then at one point I went into a hospital. Huh? I went into a hospital uh, program to deal with, you know, food. And I lost 14 pounds, which I didn't think was enough. So I ended up anyway eating and eating and eating and putting on all this weight. Now, um, I had stopped eating sweets. I was eating ice cream every day, donuts. Donuts were my favorite. And I mean, I could sit and eat four donuts or five, six donuts in one sitting. And I, I gained a lot of weight. And so finally I decided to quit eating sugar. And my... Um, Two weeks before my second anniversary of no sugar, I started eating ice cream again. That was this past August. And it took me like seven months to stop. And I knew I knew I better not eat any donuts or anything because it would have been just crazy. So I, I ate ice cream. And so my new abstinence date from sugar is 3-3-21. And then I started going to meetings again. And you know what? Something changed for me. I began to be grateful for OA. I was so grateful for the meetings. I started writing about my food. I got the 12 and 12 for OA. I, um, about a month ago, I got willing to get a food sponsor and commit my food every day. 
And so it's been really clean. I've been sticking to my program. I have a very supportive food sponsor and I've been writing and, um, I'm so grateful. I don't know. God did for me what I couldn't do for myself. I'm handling this thing finally one day at a time. And I'm putting days together, day back to back of good food and feeling uh, hopeful. And and I'm so grateful to be here. And I'm glad you guys let me share. Thanks.